Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 12. Today I want to talk about one of the ways that laughter helps to reduce stress. But before I get to that, let's do a self-check. We're wrapping up the third week in May. It's a time of transition for many, especially with the end of the school year and graduations. You may have a child that's advancing from one grade level to the next, or perhaps your child is graduating from high school or college. You may be the one that's completing a special program. Maybe your family's planning to travel this summer, especially after restrictions related to COVID-19 have eased and places begin to open up. Maybe there's a wedding coming up or some other significant life experience, like having a baby or becoming a parent. You may also be preparing for an upcoming procedure that's health-related. Perhaps there is a move you're about to make. Check in with yourself. How are you feeling about this next thing that's about to happen in your life? As for me, earlier this month, I was engrossed with preparing for my first trip since January of last year. I can really say I'm out of practice. It's amazing how much you can forget if you don't focus on it. You know the popular saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. It definitely applies here. Spending the majority of my time at home during the past year, not traveling out of town or out of state and definitely not out of the country, I developed different habits, different routines, and they had nothing to do with being on the go. Working from home and not commuting to the office every day had its impact as well. I was used to commuting by train every day. I always had my computer bag ready. It had all my essential items. But during the past year, those things blended in. They were put in their designated places all around the house. As I prepared for this trip, I found that I no longer had all of the things that made traveling easy and convenient. I used to have those travel accessories like the little perfectly sized containers for your toiletries. I used to have the travel size items that fit neatly in my luggage. I simply didn't have those things anymore. And this made preparing for the trip a bit stressful. I had to really focus on making a detailed list to be sure that I packed everything. What used to be a fairly simple process was not simple anymore. Plus, there was that added concern about having enough sanitizing and disinfecting products that would last an entire week away from home. Now, long before the pandemic, I always traveled with these items. I have a long-standing disinfection routine for a place I stay whenever I'm away from home. Unless I'm visiting my parents. I mean, it's my parents' home. And this is where my mom's standard of cleanliness is higher than anyone I know. <laughs> Who do you think taught me the disinfection routine that I've used for years? My mom can teach a class on this, seriously. The point is that I did not have the things that make packing easy. And there was the added concern about taking precautions to ensure personal safety in the place where I was going to be staying. As I said before, I was out of practice and my excitement about the trip turned into stress. My first trip wasn't supposed to happen until June. That's what's been on my calendar. You know, that's what I've been expecting. This was an entire month sooner, and this gave me less time to get myself mentally and emotionally ready. I was excited about traveling after being home for so long, 
I wanted to go, but I wasn't sure how I would feel about being in unfamiliar public places at this point. I imagined myself in crowds where people would be wearing masks or maybe, you know, maybe they wouldn't be wearing masks and some people would be vaccinated and, well, others would not be vaccinated. I felt that I could manage outdoor experiences fairly well, but I wondered how I would feel indoors with a large group of people. I wondered if I would be all right. In a word, I was worried. How about you? How are you feeling about what's coming next in your life? What word would you use to describe your feelings about this event or experience that you're looking forward to in the near future? Are you excited? Happy? Joyful? Grateful? Anxious? Nervous? Overwhelmed? Fearful? Stressed? What word describes your feelings? Take a moment to think about it while I enjoy this cold brew coffee by Stoke. It's my first time trying it. I have the one that's called Bold and Smooth and Not Too Sweet. It looks and smells kind of potent. I'll be sipping while you think of your word. Okay, this coffee is so strong. It has great flavor, but I can only drink one cup. That's all the caffeine my body can take for one day. Now let's get back to your self-check. You have your word or words that describe how you feel about whatever is coming up next in your life whatever you're looking forward to, or whatever you're anticipating. Anticipation can be a wonderful thing. Anticipating something can bring on excitement, happiness, joy, and other preferable feelings. Anticipating something can also bring on feelings that are not preferable, as in my case, such as worry or stress. The reason I want to focus your attention on anticipation is because I want to point out that it's a natural part of our lives. We're almost always anticipating something. And I came across a very intriguing article about the benefits of laughter, and it relates directly to anticipation. There was a study conducted some time ago and published in 2008 by the American Physiological Society. I know the study was years ago, and I know it used a limited pool of subjects. I know. Every study has its limitations, but that doesn't mean the findings aren't useful. The article is called, Anticipating a Laugh Reduces Our Stress Hormones. You can find it and read it on sciencedaily.com. What I found intriguing was that the study seemed to show Positive changes in the body happen when the subjects anticipated laughing about something. This happened before they actually did any laughing. It's easy for me to understand how the physical act of laughing can have healthy benefits for your body. Again, this study found that anticipating laughter has healthy benefits. If you're anticipating something... You haven't done it yet. You're thinking about it. You're imagining it. You may even be remembering another time when you did the same thing. It's all in your mind. I'm fascinated by this because I do understand how it applies to other things. For example, 
I imagine myself speaking in front of an audience. My brain doesn't distinguish the difference between me thinking it and actually doing it. This is the same thing. I imagined seeing a funny movie and anticipate laughing about it. My brain responds as if the laughing is actually happening. That's powerful. I won't break down all of the findings. It's a short read. I encourage you to review the findings yourself. I'm a person who needs effective ways to reduce and eliminate stress in my life. It's helpful to know that anticipating laughter can reduce stress hormones in the body. I want that benefit, and I'm sure you do too. So how can we take intentional actions to do this every day? How can this look in everyday life? Everyday activities like looking forward to seeing a funny movie, a TV show, or a play, or looking forward to spending time with a friend that always makes you laugh can yield this healthy benefit. How cool is that? Thank you for listening. Let me know what you think about the study's findings and your big takeaways. Connect with me on Twitter at Laughs and Lives or Instagram at Laughter and Libations. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening today and share it with a friend or two. Also, check out laughterandlibations.com for articles on related topics. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you. Thank you.